we're talking to our friend Tad Pearson with American Dream Safari. Um, and Tad, you know, we're, when when Ian and I were researching uh, this segment and and kind of researching um, just music in the area, we were uh, just struck with with the great stories that have come out of of your area. Is that what's attracted to you, um, to this thing called musical heritage? Because you're such a great storyteller. Oh, well, I th- thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, there are, you know, great stories to tell. It's kind of an easy place to, <laughs> you know, tell stories because they, uh, they're, you know, all around. I mean, I think that this, uh, the, the town itself, Memphis and, and the region, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the, you know, older parts of America. And so there are a lot of, uh, you know, memories, remnants of all that still around here. But uh, the, uh, the I think what I already I already had my tour business started. I had a '55 Cadillac, and I uh, just sort of thought that Memphis, New Orleans, Memphis, Chicago would be a good tour route. So I kind of came through here about 15 years ago to do some research. And uh, what I was trying to do, my theories of you know travel and tourism and stuff like that, just sort of fell into place in Memphis. Uh, this concept of anthro tourism and you know uh, a local kind of tourist, if you will, or traveling um, market. I mean, certainly Elvis was already established, Beale Street, mm-hmm. there were some big you know, tourist draws here, but they somehow lended themselves, I thought, to kind of a natural, authentic sort of experience. And uh, that's what, aside from just being able to walk in the footsteps of giants, you know, from a practical kind of business point of view, I thought, well, wow, there's already... You know, an interest, a cultural heritage uh, that's intact. You know, and so just sort of helping facilitate customers, clients, travelers into those experiences. You know, I mean, uh, you know, a juke joint experience. I mean, you know, how do you just walk in the door? You know, I mean, how's it uh, you know, culturally? How do you kind of you know um, approach those things? And uh, you know, from a business point of view. And so that that was part of my theory of anthro tourism. You know, now but now. Tad, now speaking about anthro tourism and uh, the juke joints, uh, I know you're really passionate about uh, about the clubs, the uh, live music, and 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 these uh, repositories of of, uh, of music yeah. and song. Uh, tell us why these clubs are so important uh, in uh, preserving this part of America's cultural heritage. Well, I think uh, just you know, I don't want the whole. American landscape is looking like right these days. I'm, <laughs> you know, working hard in Memphis, but there's still a lot of live music here, mm-hmm. and uh, that's part of the, uh, you know, I think experience of why you want to travel to Memphis. Not just, you know, yeah, you uh, learn historically about, you know, what went on, but there's still, um, you know, that heritage is still being, you know, passed on, if you will, or just, you know, it's still in the in the clubs and uh, uh, kind of being also uh, changed, and uh, you know, I mean. The old traditional Delta blues might be hard to find, but uh, you know the, the soul music, uh, R and B, uh, all that still is is alive in the clubs, and uh, and I, I just think supporting you know live music and uh, live musicians is a worthy endeavor. Tad, out of curiosity, you know, um, do you play an instrument? Uh, I play the radio. <laughs> all right, all right. And your favorite uh, instrument is traveling on. Yeah, How I, about do, that? I love what you guys are doing. Well, fantastic, uh, man. Now, you know, you can't come to Memphis and not eat. I mean, barbecue, soul food. I know you've got some favorite spots. So, so, yeah. uh, so when we come to town and we're riding around in in the pink Cadillac, uh, where where are you going to take us to eat, Dad? 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, barbecue is the trademark uh, of food around here, and there's just there's lots of them, and they're, uh, you know, it's not about finding the best one. It's finding one that you kind of like. Cozy Corner for me is, uh, you know, hands down, one of the little uh, barbecue joints here in town. But uh, catfish, there's, you know, there's... They uh, they do catfish here, like uh, I, I don't know, you know, the, the French do. Faux gras, is that how you pronounce it? Faux gras, yeah. Yeah, excuse me. That's where I'm coming from. But uh, cornbread, I'm going to tell you that the, the different kinds of cornbread here uh, would keep you busy for you know a couple of days. But uh, Johnny cakes, flapjacks, you know, those yeah. things like that, uh, made out of cornbread, are just uh, incredible. But uh, it, it's, I think it just comes from, you know, good gardens, good growing seasons around here. People have, uh, you know, okra. There's a, there's, a, there's a weird thing in the Delta where uh, there's a lot of tamales and tamale stands. And every, every barbecue joint around here serves tamales on the side as if it's sort of a homegrown, authentic, you know, kind of food around here. And there's mm. an argument in the Delta about, you know, where tamales really came from, you know, who started them, who's... Uh, who, who's Made the best ones, you know. I think I think there's also uh, a, a competition between uh, Memphis and uh, Houston and Kansas City with regards to uh, who makes oh. the best barbecue. Yeah, yeah, there's big time. You know, <laughs> and, uh, that's how I, I sidestepped the issue a little bit by just saying that you know it's it's all good. That's right. That's right. Such a diplomat. <laughs> such a diplomat. <laughs> now, do do your uh, tours also include a stop at like uh, was it cozy? Cozy corner. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I do frequently, but also there's another little trick that I have. Uh, I think Memphis smells good, by the way. You know, cause you really do. You drive through neighborhoods, and there's this wafting smell of barbecue in the air, and it's just, you know, it's kind of, you know, reminiscent or you know, romantic or a memory inducer. So I, I call these things psychic souvenirs, huh. mm-hmm. little uh, kind of, you know, mental jolts that as you're cruising around, the windows are down. So frequently, I, if I don't take people into Cozy Corner as we drive past, I see the smokestack drifting in a certain way, and I drive the caddy kind of through that uh, smoke, and it wafts in the windows. That's a psychic souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you, ha- you, you ought you to trademark some of these uh some of these phrases here, you know. Well, I've got them on my glossary. <laughs> Check out my website, you know, AmericanDreamSafari.com, but I've got a glossary of uh, terms that I'm making up. So. Hey. <laughs> well, well, as your in-house counsel here, we'll advise that you trademark these okay. pretty quickly. So. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> now, uh, one, one quick thing uh, to add on, you know, looking at your uh, menu of um, tours, you also have a gospel tour. Yeah. I mean, amazingly, Al Green, the great soul singer mm-hmm. that the world loves and knows, uh, has a church here in town. And uh, every Sunday he's up there at the pulpit preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of the most uh, energizing experiences. You know, it's really it's really great the way, uh, I think, you know, the African-American expression of uh, religious faith is, you know, exciting, joyful, uh, you know, it's a celebration. It's, it's not sort of... The, uh, somber yeah. <laughs> experience that I grew up with, you know, but uh, but it's great, it's great, and there it is, every Sunday, you know, I mean, music, uh, you know, a good message, uh, it's, it's a great experience. So so a lot of really hands-on opportunities with, with your tours, including, I think you mentioned um, in, in our previous conversation, that um, individuals can actually stay where Elvis lived right. as a kid. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, that, that, how cool is that? Yeah. Uh, Lauderdale Courts is the housing project where Elvis lived when he was in high school. 
And uh, they completely remodeled it, you know, needed some new downtown housing. Instead of tearing it down, they completely remodeled the whole complex, but they kept Elvis's apartment exactly as it was, fixed it up beautifully, period, mm-hmm. furniture, old photographs, and uh, you contact a management company, and you, you can spend the night there. It's it's open to the public, and it's... Oh, I get... When I, every every time I go in there, I kind of, you know, the, the hair on the back of my neck stands up. It's like, <laughs> you know, this is where the kid first was practicing guitar, sitting on the bed, you know, uh, listening to the radio. Wow, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. How cool yeah. is that? Well, Tad, again, it's it's always great talking to you. Uh, the the magic you bring to these experiences and just bringing this to life, I, I know you've done that for our audience. We thank you for being with us, and we can't wait to see you on our trip to Memphis. Yeah, I look forward to it. And thanks for what you guys are doing. You're, you're doing a great thing out there. Oh, well, Keep thank- it doing it. Thank you, thank you, and I look forward to a visit to Cozy's, too. Let's do it. Okay, talk to you soon.